Welcome to the third episode of All Things Considered. A disclaimer, I record these episodes with like noise cancelling headsets on. So if there's some noise in the background, I kid you not, while recording this, I cannot hear it at all. Which I know is very detrimental because after recording this, then once I listen back to it, there's going to be background noise that I did not catch up on. And then I end up having to record this again, which really, really sucks. But anyways, and another thing that I've noticed in my previous episodes is that I usually say if you're watching this or while I'm filming this, it's because I'm used to talking to a camera because I have a YouTube channel. Don't check it out. I'm not very consistent. Maybe I will be. I don't know. But yeah, um, podcasting is something that I've recently just have a passion for. I don't know. What I usually do is that once I tell myself that I want to start up something, I get really passionate about it. And that's the only thing that I can think about. And then I just want to do it like all the time. Like the whole day today, I was just thinking about recording this episode. But anyways, um, this is episode three. I hope you guys are enjoying these podcasts. I do enjoy making them and they're a lot less high maintenance than a YouTube video. I still love YouTube though, but it is... A lot of work to edit because I am a perfectionist and I want each and every single frame to be entertaining. So it usually just ends up like taking me so much time to edit and then I watch the video so many times and then I end up hating it and then I don't want to post it and it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Um, so anyways, today's episode is about high school. High school was a very interesting time of my life I could say a lot happened in high school and I have actually been to two high schools before which I shall not be naming but the first high school that I went to I was only there for a term and I realized quickly that this school is not for me it doesn't fit my personality it doesn't fit the type of person that I am it's not for me because the first high school that I went to was I guess I could say more of like a sports school. And if you know me, you know I'm not athletic. Like today, for example, I was at school and for my service, they just decided to play games today as kind of like a bonding thing. And we were playing um, this new game called Vampire Vampire. I know I'm going off on a tangent, but anyways, Vampire Vampire, where basically... A vampire hides, you look for them, and then you kind of have to run and they catch you. It's like tag, basically. It's kind of like tag, really. But anyways, that was, like, today was the most running I have done in three years. And that says a lot because I didn't really run that much today. But I was panting and I was just, like, I couldn't keep up. So moral of the story that I'm trying to make here is that I am not athletic and it's not even that I'm bad at sports it's just that I don't particularly enjoy sports like I'm pretty sure if I put in enough effort into doing sports I would be decently good at them but I it's just something I've never really very much enjoyed the only sport that I've ever like really really enjoyed was swimming and I did that for I think maybe like a year or something but I wasn't like extremely good at swimming. I was just average. So I never won like a medal or anything like that. So yeah. Anyways, I know I went off on like two tangents there. But what I was trying to convey here is that sports is not my thing. And that school was like a sports school. And it was not for me. So I decided to transfer to another school. And it was okay for like a year until I started completely hating it. It, and I hated it all throughout till the end. Worst time of my life. It sucked. So just I, I want to split this podcast into like different parts of high school. So I want the first part to be kind of like navigating friendships in high school. And then the second part being like navigating academics and teachers. And then the third part being navigating like the academic side of high school. I think those are the three major things. Or maybe the fourth one would be like navigating your 
personality and your identity in high school because I think that's a really important thing. So let's start by navigating friendships. The high school that I went to, I remember going to it because my best friend, who is still my best friend right now, Borossi, was at that school at the time. And I was like, you know what? I don't like the school that I'm at, so let me transfer and go be with my best friend. So I transferred to the school, and the first week, I still remember the first week, it was okay. I made a new friend on, like, the first week. This guy that, I'm still friends with him right now, but basically our friendship was just built on the basis of who would be first to class after break. I know that sounds very good at teachers, but that's the kind of student I was in high school. I don't think it was really hard for me to make friends in high school. And I was put into this class that was kind of known as like the smart class. So all the other classes hated us. So the people in that class kind of like mingled together and we like formed like our own little like groups and cliques within the class. And I remember I gravitated towards kind of being in a predominantly male friendship group. And it's not a situation of like, I'm not like the other girls. So I'm not going to be friends with girls. I'm like being friends with guys. No, it wasn't even like that. It was just that growing up, I grew up as an only girl. So I spend a lot of my time or most of my time around guys. So it just like naturally happened that I gravitated towards a predominantly male friendship group just because that's just how I grew up. So I know a lot of people like say girl friendship groups are so full of drama. I don't like being friends with girls, but guess what? Guy friendship groups are full of drama too. They really are. And my friendship group was not an exception. It really wasn't. <laughs> uh, so anyways, I was in this friendship group, I think at the beginning when it was just like the people in my, in my class that were in that friendship group. I think it was, uh, let me see, four guys. Yeah. Right? Is it four or five? Oh, no, no, five. It was five guys and two girls. And like we sat at this like bench. At the start, actually, the whole class sat at one bench. I know, chaotic, but it was fun and me enjoyed it. Like <laughs> the class was like tight knit like that. And then afterwards, we kind of like broke down into our little cliques. So then it was like five guys and like two girls. And the girl that was also in that friendship group, I'm still friends with her right now. But like the five guys, we all the five guys, they were like all like, disbanded and everything but anyways the point that I'm trying to make here is that the friendship group went great at first right till hormones and like feelings started getting involved and then it kind of went downhill getting involved and then it kind of went downhill but I want to put that into the navigating boys kind of section so Navigating friendships, that friendship group was great, um, besides the drama that arose because of feelings. But I can just say that I don't think I can say I had that many friends in high school. I am a firm, firm believer of quality over quantity. So I made sure that even though I don't have many friends and it never bothered me that I didn't have a lot of friends because I am not a very social person. I'm not a social butterfly. But I just made sure that the people around me are people that I could really call my best friends and are people that I could like be really open with and be, and be real with and be myself with. So I felt like the friends that I had at the time time are people that I really felt comfortable with and even though like this friendship group that I had in in like the early years of high school kind of disbanded at that time it was good and we would just talk about anything and everything and I felt like I could be myself at the time there aren't a lot of friendships that I can say ended catastrophically or ended badly really the part of relationships ending really badly is usually on the boy section when like feelings get involved um but yeah advice that I can give to somebody who's in high school right now is like it does not matter the quantity of friends that you have because I have seen people who 
have have so many friends, but they're essentially still alone. Because having so many friends, but not having that one or two or, or like a small group of really close friends is lonely. Because at the end of the day, who are you going to go to when you're having a really hard day? Who can you kind of feel like they're your family, you know? So I am a firm believer of of quality over quantity and I've always been like my whole entire life. And my siblings make fun of me all the time because there there's this ongoing joke in our family that I don't have any friends, but I do have friends. It's just that I don't have a lot of friends like my brothers do. I just have like this small tight-knit group of friends that I can call my family and that I have been friends with for like five plus years um, with most of them. So anyways, yeah. And but I also want to make a different podcast about friendships in general, like this, this whole um, thing about friendships where I go in, into like depth of it. But all I can say is that friendships in high school can be difficult to navigate. In the high school that I went to, I felt like a lot of the students there were mean. I'm sorry if you were in my year group and you're listening to this podcast, but a lot of you guys were mean. Like, <laughs> a lot of you guys were mean. I remember this time when we were in class and there was this issue about this girl who was being cyberbullied. So then our base room teacher called the girl who was bullying this one girl in my class over to our class to come and apologize right but then when the teacher called her she didn't like tell her what specifically like she called her to our class to do so her first the first thing that she said was like ma'am is this about a butre and i'm like what like what do you mean is this about me like i don't know you I didn't I didn't know the girl that well we weren't friends or anything like that but apparently she had been like talking shit about me behind my back and I mean if you're in a school where you're not really close to people and they're already talking shit about you behind your back it kind of makes you very skeptical to try and make friends so for the most part I feel like a lot of people misunderstood me in high school because I didn't really talk that much to a lot of people and it's not because I didn't want to make friends and it's not because I particularly didn't want to talk to people I was just really scared of them being mean to me because I am a chronic overthinker so if I walk up to you and I'm like bubbly and I'm like hi how are you and you're like hi or you look at me up and down I am immediately gonna be mortified and I'm gonna think you hate me and you never want to talk to me and you think I'm the worst person in the world so honestly I would have rather not so I decided to save myself the embarrassment and the overthinking and just not talk to people and i looking back now I don't regret it I don't regret it but I would not encourage anybody to do this because you never know the type of friends you're going to make from like just branching out and talking to people. But in that specific environment, I don't regret it because they actually were just mean people. A lot of the people in my year group were just mean and I never understood why. But this is terrible advice. This is really terrible advice, guys. You should try and talk to people. But if you can already tell that these people are mean then maybe don't because you obviously don't want to have be friends with people that are mean. The thing is, I don't really have much nice things to say about the school, the high school that I went to, but I don't want to go into depth of that in case I could get sued or something. You never know. You never know. But then again, when I say the school itself is bad, I'm not like specifically saying the school itself. It's just the students in the school. They were just like mean people and they just found every opportunity to argue and fight with you and that was just not a fun time so for me I didn't have many friends in high school but I did cherish the ones that I did have and the ones that did stick after high school are were the realest ones and there are people that are really rare to find and I'm really glad that they're in my life right now so I think my overall advice for you guys is that 
quality over quantity, of course. But then my little brother once said this the other day and says that like quality comes out of quantity. Like at first, obviously, when you get into high school, you don't know anyone. I mean, if you're transferring from a different school into that high school, you don't really know anyone. So you kind of just try and hanging out with everybody till you can find your group of people. But then that works, I think, if you're more of like an extroverted person, because I mean, if you're more introverted or more of an ambivert, you kind of find it hard for you to like branch out and like talk to everybody because that's what I was feeling. I'm not a very social person, so I find it hard to like even try and find the quantity so I could find the quality. All I can say is you can just start in your class. It's easier that way. You see a girl who looks really sweet or a guy who looks really sweet, ask for help in like homework or something, you know? Just try some conversation starters, talk about Netflix shows, just like popular pop culture things and then you could like go from there and then they could introduce you to their friends and then it can become a whole thing and you can be friends you know I don't know if I covered the friendship spectrum that great but hopefully I did have like a little bit of insight um I'm recording this with like bullet points really not like a whole script because I kind of want this to be as real as possible so anyways the second thing that I wanted to talk about was navigating academics let me talk about academics before I talk about boys because boys is going to be a long topic so I um in primary school I was I think a well-performing child I obviously wasn't the best in my primary school I really wasn't and I think the reason why I didn't push myself that much in primary school was because I just told myself that "Mm, these people are smarter than me like I can't beat them like there's nothing I can do like it's just how it is they're just smarter than me and that's just like always how it's going to be I'm just gonna be like a good performing student but not the best and that's the mentality that I went into high school with that yeah I'm smart but I'm not the smartest person and I probably won't be the smartest person but then when I went into high school then you know people just like automatically assumed I was smart I guess I looked really smart so then I remember when I went to the second high school that I went to the first couple of weeks that I was there everybody was like let me not say everybody but the people in my class were like Amutla is so smart you know when the rankings come out she's gonna beat all of you guys and I was really really quiet at the time and they were like you see she's really quiet and she's not saying anything that's because she's like studying and she's reading you guys and she's gonna like be the smartest person here and I don't want to lie that kind of like boosted my self-esteem I was like if these people think I'm smart then maybe I am fucking smart like maybe I I can do this maybe I can become the best you know so then I know it's kind of like not great that my validation came from other people for me to actually start believing I was smart but like give me a break I was 13 years old these people just like had so much faith in me that I was like smart so I you know what I did I put in like effort I really put an effort. I never really started in primary school. I never really studied. And I didn't really study that much in high school either. But I studied more in high school than I did in primary school, obviously. So I then started in putting in a lot more effort into my academics. And then I found myself like number two, like the first term that I was there at that new school. And I was just shocked. I was like, I could do this. I could really do this. And this is just a lesson that if you believe in yourself, you can literally accomplish anything that you want to. Because what I was lacking in primary school is that I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe that I could be the smartest kid there. I didn't believe that I could take, I could get the trophy of being number one or being number two. I just thought I that I would just be like, good but not the best but once you believe in yourself that you can do something and you could even become the best in it then it kind of really changes your whole like work ethic because then I actually like put in a lot of effort so another thing that I want to talk about is 
pertaining to academics is teachers that don't do their jobs. I had those in high school, a ton of them actually, where you basically go to their lesson and it's like a free period. Like they don't teach you and they practically don't care. I remember having a a one teacher in like early high school. I think she was my music teacher. I remember music was like a free period because I would go to her lesson and she would literally be sitting on her tablet on Facebook the entire time and we did and we didn't do anything. And everybody paused those tests because she would give examples in the test. Like <laughs> have you ever written a test where they like give examples of like how you should answer the question? And she would basically just copy and paste the textbook and bring in the questions that are in the textbook with the examples and And it basically just felt like a class exercise. That's how her test felt. So everybody paused them and nobody learned anything in that lesson. So it was a free period. And then I remember also like English at the time. Honestly, English all the way till like form three was basically a free period. We would either like go to the lesson and play games. I think this was like in really early high school and play games or like read or something and not do that much work and then when we got a different teacher because that other teacher left then in that other teacher's lesson that one was literally nothing like we didn't do anything at all we just went to the class and we talked that was it and the English marks were not that good honestly my class didn't do that great in English because of that but it's because there were few periods and In early high school, it feels okay. You don't feel like it's catching up to you. But once you get to the stage of like doing the syllabus of your finals, like the IG syllabus, and if you have a teacher that doesn't do anything, it will eventually catch up to you. I remember in form three to five, I had this one teacher in a very important class. I don't want to name it specifically. Um... I don't want to name it, name it specifically. I don't know if this can get me in trouble or not. But I had this one teacher in a specific class who his lessons felt like free periods. They really did, which really, really sucked. The thing is, they weren't supposed to feel like free periods because this class was very, very important. And it was one of the difficult classes. It was a science class. So, but literally, if you walk into the class, you would not believe that. The front row was asleep. The second row, everybody was on their phones. The third and fourth rows, the people were just talking to each other the whole time. And you know what? At the time, what I would do is the bare minimum. I would do the bare minimum to get a decent grade. And I think that I did the bare minimum to get like a B. And I think I consistently got Bs from starting from four till like mm, early form five. Early form five in a class. Form three was kind of, you know, was introductory. So motivation was there. So I was getting A's. But from from four to like early form five I just put the bare minimum in the class because I also felt demotivated because the teacher wasn't really doing his job very much and he was just not the best teacher so I just put the bare minimum in myself even though I actually did like like the subject but you know when you don't have like a really good teacher kind of like also dampens your attitude for that subject and your like enjoyment of it so I put in the bare minimum to get a decent grade and that's what I did throughout until it actually caught up to me in form five because this is a subject that I wanted to do in A-levels but I was just getting just the bare minimum to pass so I would not encourage you to do this I think working consistently throughout to get a really good grade and like knowing the information really solidly is better because what I ended up doing is a month before our mock exams I studied it like crazy every single day I did a past paper I read the textbook so much and it was like this bulk learning I had to learn a two-year syllabus in a month for mocks and it worked out because it was IGCSE but now in A-levels the cracks are starting to show because A-level 
in the subject is building a lot on your IG knowledge. And your IG knowledge has to be very solid for you to kind of keep up, you know. So it was not great. It was not a great idea that I slacked off for like two years. And then in the last year, that's when I decided to pull out my socks. So I would not encourage you to do that. If you have a bad teacher, just, you know what? I know it sucks. And I know they're supposed to be doing their job, but you just have to carry the weight of two people. That's just what you, that's just what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to carry the weight of the teacher. You're going to have to teach yourself because at the end of the day, whether you do well or not in the class, the teacher gets paid, but then you are the one who's going to be at a disadvantage because you're not working hard because the teacher's not working hard. Like, that's not how it should be. And I know right now I sound like such a mom or such an adult and be like, just because your teacher's not like putting an effort doesn't mean you should pull in your... I know that's how this sounds, but it's true. It's true. Like, it's coming from me, somebody who was slacking off in that subject for two years and had to put in more effort than I, like, would have if I had just, like, pulled up my socks the whole time. So, uh, yeah. And another thing about high school pressure academically was different from primary school because in primary school, we had, like, rankings, but only for, like, the top 10. Like, you would only know who's in the top 10, but everybody else under the top 10 was not ranked because what they wanted to do is that they wanted to give awards to people in the top 10 so you'd know okay this person in the top 10 but then afterwards you wouldn't know so it wasn't like very you know and I don't know looking back at primary school I don't really remember being that much competition I mean we were kids we were like 11 12 10 you know I don't think kids that age are really competing with each other that much but once I went to this high school the competition of wanting oh my gosh because the thing is they were like rankings from like number one to literally the last person and they got like plastered on the walls of classes so everybody in the school could see what number you are in the rankings so obviously if that's the case then there was a lot of competition and like there was like it was sort of kind of like your self-worth was put into like the number you were on the rankings. I remember um, there was like a time when I dropped in the rankings and then one teacher and I didn't even drop that much. I dropped by like one position and one of my teachers came up to me and she's like, you know, um, Actually, she didn't come up to me privately. She talked about it in the lesson in front of everybody. She was like, my students in my one of my other classes asked me if I saw the rankings for your guys' year. And then they said that you dropped. And they were, like, asking why. And I was, like, wondering why she would mention this in front of the whole class. And also why it's a big deal. Why it was a big deal. Because... In reality, the thing is, yeah, okay, my grade did drop, but it was still in the same grade threshold, you know? Like, it's not like I dropped below a grade threshold, but it was still in the same grade threshold, but it was just lower. And that's because, and I this happened in Form 4, and that's because in Form 4, this is where you learn the bulk of the knowledge, right so form four is more difficult than form three so it would make sense that my grade would go down but it didn't even go down by that much but because it went down and somebody else picked up their grade by a lot then I went down a a position and I remember she made this such a huge deal and I wondered why because to me I mean, to me, it was a big deal. (laughs) It was. I don't want to lie to you guys. It was. And it took a huge toll on my self-esteem and my mental health. I remember at the time, I was upset about it because this was the first time in a long time that I had been in that position. And I know the people that, like, know me from high school and are listening to this podcast are like, stop being dramatic. Like, (laughs) it wasn't even that bad. Like... That's how I think of it right now. But at that time, it just like, I didn't understand why they had, she had to make a big deal out of it. I was like, it's, I don't, 
it's not a big deal. And why are you saying this in front of the whole class? Why do you say this in front of the whole class? And I also remember that um, once I got a boyfriend in high school, then someone in, in the lower forms came up to me and they were like, um, you got a boyfriend? You are definitely going to drop in the rankings. And I was like, why should a boy be the reason why I drop in the rankings? Uh, why do you think that's a thing that's going to happen? Like, why do you think that my grades are going to get worse because I have a boyfriend? I don't think that's how it works. Or at least for me, I didn't think that was like a viable thing. You know, I don't know. It's It's just... There's this thing, also my mom told me this, there's just this conception or like this notion that once a girl starts like, I don't want to say exploring guys, that sounds weird and achy, but like, I guess let me say gets into the dating scene, then they like significantly drop like their grades and they don't focus that much in school. And I guess maybe it's because... I don't know if this is a trend, honestly. I don't really pay that much attention to other people because I like minding my own business. But I think maybe this comes from the fact that, like, I'd like to believe girls are, like, really loving people. And when they love someone, they put their all in it. So they invest so much. And then, like love can make you crazy so then they invest so much and then you know there's so much emotions and feelings and they find it really hard to study I think that's what it is but for me I never thought that you know being in a relationship would be something that would ever affect my grades um and it didn't so yeah I think you just have to know yourself really if you know that being in a relationship is something that's gonna affect your grades then maybe you should kind of like sit down and reflect a bit and be like, why do I feel like being in a relationship is going to affect my grades? What is it about it? Do I give too much? And do I just not know how to like manage my time and my priorities? You know, am I going to prioritize? Am I going to prioritize this person over my future, basically, because that's what school is as an African child? school is kind of your life I know that's something that we don't all want to admit but I feel like being an African child school is very very important and it's more important than somebody who's living in a third world country because education is what would get you out of Africa and like become a global citizen if I would say so um yeah that was the academic life I don't know if I covered everything if I didn't you guys can let me know and I could make a more in-depth podcast but the next thing that I want to talk about is navigating boys in high school and I have a lot to say about navigating boys in high school because I have been through it I told my friend this the other day that I feel like I always get the short end of the stick when it comes to guys. And that really, really sucks. It really does. Early on in high school, I think form two, there was this guy in my um, school. And I'm going to be very, very specific. I mean, let me just say school. And my school, let's call him Ben. I don't know why Ben is the name I'm thinking about. But I developed a huge crush on Ben. I don't know where it stemmed from. I don't know why I had a crush on him looking back, but I did. And he said he felt the same. He said he did. I don't know if he actually did. I don't know why he said he felt. I don't know. But he said he did. And we talked. We were kind of like in a talking stage. We used to call it vibing back then. Back then. I don't think people call it that anymore. But... We were kind of like in a talking stage for, I think, a couple of months. But looking back, we were really just like close friends because we never held hands. We never kissed. We never did anything, really. We were just like, I guess we were just two people that liked each other and we knew we liked each other. So that was that. But we never did anything. And I remember that how it ended badly was that he was saying the same things that he was saying to me to another girl and how I found out was there was this day where I was like picked up super late from school so I was sitting there at a bench 
And this girl happened to also have been picked up late that day. So then we're just there having a conversation, talking, and I don't know how the conversation got to the guy. And then she was like, uh, that's who you're talking to? Girl, let me show you these messages. And she showed me the messages, the conversation that like he had with her. And then I was like, girl, that's the exact same message he sent to me. Let me show you. And I kid you not, that guy literally copied and pasted. And it was a long paragraph message. It was a long message. He copied and pasted it to the both of us. But the only thing that she changed was our names. And we were like, this guy, I can't believe he did this. So guess what we did? We were bad bitches back then. We created a group. (laughs) I remember, oh my gosh. Uh, bring back that era where I did not take anything from boys. We created a group and we put him in the group and we were like, who do you think you are? Why do you think you can talk to both of us at the same time? That is so like just lame and like you're a loser basically, you know? So uh, yeah, he basically was not saying anything sensible. And then the next day at school, the girl and I literally confronted him. And then there was like a crowd of people that joined in, but it was mostly just our year group. It wasn't like the whole school. It was just a year group crowding around. And then it just became a whole thing. And uh, yeah, I can't remember what excuse he made for talking to the both of us at the same time, but yeah, and that kind of ended catastrophically. I didn't talk to that guy after that for, like, months. <laughs> so, yeah. And then the second guy after that, what are we going to call him? Let's call him Jake. Yeah, I don't know where these names are coming from, but Jake. Jake had a crush on me, and I did notice. What he would do is that he would bring me, like, glow sticks and candy you can tell we were like really like like really really young teens he would bring me like glow sticks and like candy and lollipops every day and i thought it was just being nice i thought it was just being nice but he would really do that and he would compliment me a lot and was really sweet i just thought he was just a nice guy but then one of my friends mentioned that they think Jake has a crush on me. And I was like, really? I don't think so. And then I think I asked Jake. I was a very straightforward person back then. I just asked Jake and he was like, well, I can't say I don't have a crush on you, I guess. So then we started like, but then the thing is this whole came out, this whole thing came out when he was like moving to a different country, which was like really upsetting. But then um we just had a talking stage too i guess you could say while he was in that other country what i can say from this experience is that i think i wasted his time realistically i am a person who loves quality time and i need to be around you like a lot and i need to see you to like develop that connection you know what i mean But I think I was just, like, really intrigued that a guy liked me. So I was like, let me give it a shot. Let me give it a shot. But I don't think that I had feelings for him. I think I liked him as a person, but I don't think I had feelings for him. But I just wanted to explore that. And, you know, it didn't end up well. Obviously, we were in, like, different countries. And we were, like, young teens. You were never going to see each other. So then I decided to end it. And that's how it ended. The guy did not take it well. Um, He didn't take it well at all, actually. He threatened to commit suicide. Oh, I will go. Yeah, maybe my whole experience is, like, going into depth and, like, advice needs a whole different episode, too. I know I keep saying this for, like, all the topics, but I just wanted this to be, like, a general overview of high school for maybe somebody who's going into high school, someone who's in high school right now, to be like, yeah, this is what can really happen in high school. So, yeah, that was that. Um, I don't know. We I think we worked it out at the end, and, you know, he got a girlfriend, and then, you know, 
it didn't bother me. How I knew that I didn't really like him is because when he got a girlfriend, it didn't bother me at all. Like, I was just like, oh, cool. Like, I felt nothing. And even when I, like, ended things, I didn't feel anything either. That's how I was like, yeah, I don't think I actually, like, really liked him. Like, I don't think I had feelings for him. But I just wanted to explore the possibility, I guess. And then after that... Um, this goes back to, like, my previous story about, like, the whole guy friendship group thing and how it dismantled. One of the guys in that friendship group developed a crush on me. And I think he could see that I did not feel the same way. We were really close at the time. We were close friends. But I just saw him as a close friend, as a buddy. But I didn't really have a crush on him back and this really upset him so he turned all of our friends against me i remember one of the guys who i had been i had been friends with him before i had been friends with this guy let's give him a name too just so it makes a little bit of sense let's call him let's call him jeffrey i really don't know where these names are coming from but jeffrey and i like were close friends right and yeah, like I said, he realized that I didn't really have a crush on him back. So Jeffrey turned all of our friends against me. And I remember one of the people in that friendship group, I was friends with them before I was friends with Jeffrey. But they literally came up to me and they were like, oh, but I can't be your friend because Jeffrey said so. And I remember being so upset and being like, what do you mean you can't be friends with me because Jeffrey said so? We were friends be- before... You and Jeffrey were friends. We were friends before this whole friendship group even started. Why are you ditching me for him? Like, what is this? So, yeah. Um, Form 3 was one of the worst years of my life. I wanted to transfer so badly because of this. And he ruined my whole year. I was sad the whole year. I felt like I had no one. I really felt like I had nobody at all. Um, but there was uh, just this one guy, we're going to call him Trevor. <laughs> we're going to call him Trevor. That was also a part of that friendship group. Um, he was there for me throughout this whole like ordeal where I basically didn't have any friends because Jeffrey turned all of our friends against me. So I was alone and he would talk like real mad shit behind my back and be like, that's a whore, she's a bitch and i'd be like oh my and trevor would tell me and he'd be like you know jeffrey said this about you behind your back and i was like why would he say that like oh my days i don't even know what i did to him and then i remember i even asked him one time like i just called him and i was like like what did i do to you why are you being so mean to me and he basically didn't even like give me a proper response i don't think And then a couple of months passed, and I think he apologized, but then we weren't friends afterwards. After he apologized, we weren't really friends. So then I started becoming close to Trevor, right? And then Trevor and I became best friends in Form 3. And then we started dating in Form 4. That also ended catastrophically. You know what, guys? (laughs) I don't know if I have that much to say, but this relationship that I just got out of recently well not recently it's not recently honestly it's about to be a year of being broken up in a couple of months but yeah um and the, and the crazy thing is Trevor and I were in the same like class since like from one to five and then we became best friends and from uh three and then we started dating and from four and then we broke up um, at the end of form five and you know it was it was my first relationship and my first breakup and it was hard it was really hard because I really really loved him I did but you know things don't work out and you move on with your life I guess but I also want to make a different podcast episode about breakups just to go like really in depth and like healing 
from a breakup, especially if it's your if your it's your first time. Because if it's your first time, you kind of don't know what to expect. You don't know what to do. You know, and this was genuinely my first relationship ever, and my first like. I guess semi like serious one, you know. That was navigating relationships. I still don't know how to navigate boys. Um right now I'm going through my alone phase. Like I realized that in that relationship I was very codependent and I kind of lost myself in that relationship and I kind of lost sense of who I was. So I have been taking this time after the relationship to first of all I cut all ties. I don't talk to him. But now I'm trying to kind of learn who I am on my own, you know, and trying to learn like what are my opinions, what are my hobbies, what am I like, you know, and trying to love myself again because I realize that when I'm in love, I give so much of myself. And I I take all the love and I give it to that person and I don't leave any love for myself, you know. But I realized that in relationships, as much as you love the other person, you should still keep some love for yourself in the sense of like, if you notice that like, you should not be treated this way, this person should not talk to you this way, you should love yourself enough to leave you should love yourself enough to be firm and tell them that you can't talk to me like this. You can't treat me like this. Like, this is not what I deserve. So this whole time of being alone has been very eye-opening. And I've learned so much about myself. And I have learned that it's okay for relationships to not be forever. And I don't think a majority of relationships are meant to be forever. Relationships are meant to be there in your life for a certain period of time, sometimes to teach you something, sometimes to cement a lesson that you should have already learned and just, you know, to like be like, girl, like, what are you doing? You learned this and you should like abide by this. You know what I mean? So relationships are there for a period of time to serve their purpose and then they end and that's okay. Whether they end catastrophically or whether they end smoothly, that's okay. And another thing I've learned is that there is nothing that I can get through. Like anything in life, anything that life throws my way, I know that I can get through it. And I've learned that everybody okay let me not say everybody majority of the people in your life are replaceable especially the ones that don't add value to your life or the ones that take more than they give or the kind of people that like just don't make you feel good when you're around them they are replaceable and sometimes it's really hard to get rid of somebody that was a part of your life for a really, really long time. But if it gets to a point where it's really detrimental for your mental health, you kind of have to love yourself enough and you have to love yourself more than you love the other person. You have to be like, I love you, but I have to let you go because you are not serving me right now and you are causing more harm to my life than good. You know, so I think the lessons that I learned from like the talking stages, there are even some like many things in there that I didn't add. Um, but in their grand scheme of things, they're kind of irrelevant because um, I think those are the those experiences that I had with those guys are the ones that had the most like impact in my life and that taught me a lot of things and taught me a lot about myself. But yeah, the the most impactful lesson that I learned from the relationships, well, not really, I've only ever been in one, but like from the experiences I've had with boys is that love is never enough. It, it really is never enough. And the love that you have for that person should never replace how they make you feel like or how they treat you you know if you love them so much but they don't treat you right just because you love them is not an excuse for you to stay I love you is not a reason to stay 
like there should be more reasons than you loving the person for you to be in that relationship and also don't be in relationships with people just because you're lonely because that's never gonna work out it never is so those are kind of like the major lessons that I've learned from being in a relationship and also being in a relationship when you're ready there's no need to rush it don't get into a talking stage you're like just just talk to people for fun you know unless if you are telling them that unless if you're making it clear to the people that this is just for fun nothing serious you know but I learned that I'm somebody who really values deep connections with people and I don't like shallow relationships so that's why I don't put myself in situations where I'm going to get hurt. And I never just like talk be- to people for fun because I value deep connection and I am a lover girl. Like I will love you with my whole heart and I'll put 110%. And because of that, I know like what type of situations I should be in. And I also know that because of how much I love, I tend to be very understanding and then people tend to like take advantage of that so I like really mind who I keep in my life now and this is something I said in my first podcast relationships are supposed to be easy if it feels really difficult and it feels really draining it's not meant to be and like I said we're young we're so young we have our whole lives ahead of us that boy that you're dating right now if you're a teen is most probably not the guy you're gonna marry so if it's really really difficult now imagine how the marriage is gonna be Mm -hmm. so if it's really really hard now maybe you should call it quits while you still can maybe you should call it quits before it goes downhill really fast i learned that love is not enough and love will never be enough so uh yeah that got a little bit deep there it got a little bit deep. But anyways, what's the, the last thing that I wanted to talk about is navigating peer pressure and your identity in high school. So, uh, drugs, alcohol, weed. Wait, weed is a drug. Uh, drugs, alcohol, parties in high school. What do you do? I think the best advice um, that I could give you is... And this is so simple. I know it's very easier said than done. But do things that you want to do. But also keep an open mind. I'm not saying keep an open mind about drugs and alcohol. If you are a person that told yourself that you... I'm 18, by the way, so I'm allowed to have this conversation. The drinking age and what's on is 18. If you're somebody that has always told yourself that you don't want to drink alcohol, you don't want to do drugs, don't do drugs, kids. Drugs are illegal, don't do drugs. If you're somebody who told yourself that you don't want to take alcohol ever in your life, don't do it. Don't do it. But if you're somebody who's always been open to the experience, once you're of age, maybe try it, you know? But in a safe space, in moderation, with people that you trust, for me, one thing that I'm happy about is that, and I'm moving on from alcohol for a second there, is that going into high school, I was very, very, like, religious and super, like, Christian. And my fans make fun of me all the time that, like, I have changed so much. But I think going into high school, at some point, I decided that I wanted to have more experiences. So I decided to be open-minded, you know. And, of course, I don't want to say that, like, if you don't want to do something, maybe sometimes try it. But all I can say is just have an open mind. Because for me, my first instinct is to always say no to something. But then at some point, I was like, I'm missing out on so many experiences because my first instinct instinct is to always say no so I decided to be a little bit more open-minded and to say yes to a lot more things and that's when I started having a lot more fun and sometimes it's like your friend is like let's go out and to go to lunch for example and you're somebody like me who just likes staying in bed the whole day watching Netflix or YouTube your first instinct is to say no but maybe 
maybe go a little bit out of your comfort zone once or twice sometimes just you know to get to know yourself to experiment and experimenting is something that I wholeheartedly encourage in high school and especially when you're young experimenting I'm not talking about drugs and alcohol guys but experimenting in in all sorts like being creative and going out and meeting new people like when you're young this is the best time for you to literally like do anything and everything so you kind of get a feel of what you like so uh yeah and I think being in high school like you're going through puberty you're insecure about your body and like your surroundings and everything so like you a lot of people just want to like dissolve into the crowd disappear into the crowd and not stand out and most people in high school are sheeps and they just follow and I think that's okay because you're like trying to find your identity so you're kind of like following kind of like everybody else and the people around you and you're most probably have the personality of the friends that you keep around you and you most probably take like the personalities of people that you admire most and I think that's okay growing up because you kind of don't know who you are so you're kind of like an image of the people around you and I think that's okay but as you grow up I think you kind of start wanting to do your own thing and being your own person you know so in high school when it comes to peer pressure all I can say is just it depends on the kind of friends you keep around the kind of friends you keep around are really important because peer pressure will well negative peer pressure will never or will rarely be a thing for you if they hang around the right people because they're gonna respect your decision to say no and if they want you to try something that as your friend they genuinely feel like would be good for you then maybe they'll like peer pressure you but like it's positive peer pressure like maybe your school has a talent show and your friend knows that you're a really good singer but you kind of have stage fright but then they like peer pressure you into like joining the talent show that is a good thing and that is peer pressure but positive peer pressure and those are the kind of friends that you should keep around you know my identity going through high school is a blur um my high school experience was filled with drama constantly so I can't even remember who I was I think that's something I'm gonna have to ponder on and get back to you guys in another episode but my life was just full of drama all the time all I remember is just having to deal with the drama and trying to stop myself from crying every day so I don't even know what kind of personality I had and my school didn't really encourage you to have a personality All they wanted for you was for you to get good grades. They didn't care about your hopes and dreams and your passions. But anyways, that's a conversation for another day. High school was a horrible time. And, you know, adults usually say high school is the best time of your life. But I don't think so. I really don't think so. I think that college would probably be the best time of your life. I will let you guys know once I get to university, but I think university would be so much more fun and less stressful in terms of like a lot of things like, well, not in terms of academics, but in terms of like relationships and other stuff than high school ever will be. If you're going through high school right now, all I can tell you is that I know that everything in high school feels like the end of the world. At least that was the case for me. Everything felt like the end of the world. All my days, everything felt like the end of the world, but it's not. You know, you look back on high school and you realize that it was actually not that big of a deal. And you probably even forgot most of the things that happened in high school, you know. So if you're in high school right now, I know it sucks, but it's just five years and you're going to get out of it and you're going to never have to go back ever again and the people in your life that are causing you the most problems right now you are probably never gonna see them again after high school I am telling you right now there are some people that I went to high school with that I used to see every single day and now I haven't seen them in since high school I haven't seen them since we were literally in the campus so just stick through it 
it sucks, but if you have that close-knit quality group of friends, it won't be as bad. And hopefully you won't be like me and you'll look back and you have more good memories than bad memories. But just try and enjoy yourself as much as you can. Work hard in your academics in high school, but also give yourself some time to explore your passions and, you know, get to know the kind of things that you like and explore. So that was today's episode. It's a bit more of a lengthy one. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I know that a lot of the segments I was like, I'll go more into depth about this in a different podcast episode is because I kind of want to fill uh I almost said film record episodes on like very like niched topics on so many different aspects of things this um this podcast is all things considered so I want to go into like like depth of so many different things that's why I was like I'll record a more in-depth explaining this one small thing but high school is more of a broad thing you know like high school is so nuanced and there's so many things that happen in high school but I would do anything but go back to high school that would be the worst thing in my life to ever do go back to high school I for the majority of high school I did not enjoy it especially towards the end my the last year of high school especially was the worst year of my life to date it really sucked in all aspects. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave me a rating if that's something that you're into. Or let me know on Instagram. I have Instagram occasionally. So yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. And I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.